Hi, this is Runa and you're listening to the Chainsmakers podcast where we share tips, insight, tools and stories from other Chainsmakers designed to motivate you to become the change you want to see in your world. Make sure you join our Chainsmakers community at runamagnus.com forward slash podcast. And now, this is your time to sit back, relax and enjoy. Meet my guest, Viviana Premazzi. She's the founder of Global Mindset Development, or GMD Malta. Passionate to help other people to develop a global mindset to understand the world around them. She's a specialist in education and training in diversity management, intercultural relations, B2E and B2C marketing strategy, and passionate about CSR. She strongly believes in the power of edutainment, which is when you put entertainment and education together, and of the learning by doing. And she's always, her everything that Viviana does is to bring, to bridge the research with practice and field work. Viviana is a special one for me because she is one of our No More Boxes advocates. And as she is a, an expat in Malta, Uh, helping people to develop and understand and see what what goodness it would give them to bring more global mindset into their day-to-day life. I am extremely pleased to welcome her as a guest on our podcast. You will learn a lot from Viviana. You will learn about how things can be different when you set that mindset. You will also learn, and I thought her story, which I think many people can relate to, is really helping her, creating the change that she wants to see in her world. Ladies and gentlemen, I bring you Viviana Premazzi. Viviana Premazzi? Oh, that was so Italian or not. No, that was Icelandic way of pronouncing a beautiful name. I'm sorry, I started off with the wrong end. But maybe that doesn't really mind because what we're going to be talking about is global mindset, Viviana. And welcome to the Changemakers podcast. I'm doing this all in a, on a different level than I never do it before. But that's okay. I'm out of the box. Uh, <laughs> um, global mindset, Viviana, and looking at the world through that lens can you share with us because Mm -hmm. i think that is so out of the box can you share with us yeah what does that in what does what does that mean having a global mindset yeah like thank you very much for like having me and also like when yeah when i met you and the change makers and the no more boxy you know that really found like my place and my people, even if maybe it's another box, but we will talk about this later. And many things happened in the past year. And one of the things was this idea of creating global mindset development. For me, a global mindset is something um, extremely needed nowadays, but it's really an attitude, a new way to see the world is the world is being curious been uh, like open to everything around you that are people there is the environment like everything that can come to you and having a global mindset nowadays i think it is extremely useful not only for work in business or corporation but also when you travel for leisure when you go somewhere else and you really want to be in this place, meet these people in this new place. But also if you stay in your village, 
and you have people coming from different countries, different cultures, or everything that you, the music you listen, the movie you see, like having a global mindset, I think can really help you to appreciate more everything around you, you, you get in touch with. That sounds like you are breaking out of a whole lot of boxes in order to be able to fully embrace that. I think many of us think that we are up to a certain point. Mm-hmm. I can envision there are quite a lot of obstacles on the average Joe or Joanne's way doing so. Let's start with the beginning. And Viviana, why, I mean, why did this originally, this passion of yours, how did that originally come your way? I think that every, like I'm from a family, they, we, we didn't travel a lot when I was a kid. I have a lot of friends that were traveling more than I, than I was. We were used to go to the same like place all the summer for 18 years. But then when I, like, I was always curious. I think this is one of like the secret. And also when I was going in a school in a, in a city, I have friends in another city and again and again. And then everything started with my Erasmus in Portugal. And especially the, the thesis I did for my, my degree that was in political sciences. And at that time, I was really Catholic. And I was a, a woman in my, 20, in my 20s. And I was really into politics in the way that I wanted to like, do something for the war, like be the change again at yeah, that time. Yeah. And so my thesis was about the feminist theology of liberation in Brazil. So it was the gender in Brazil and in, in politics and, and the church. So that for me was something really, really big. The, the most is like question everything I was until then, like being a woman, being Catholic, being into so many things changes from them. And also living in a different countries, really totally different countries also helped me to and being a foreigner, even in speaking the language, I was a foreigner, so it was really something. Then I did my, my internship at the United Nations in, in New York in 2007, and that experience also helped me. I was at the permanent mission of Italy at the United Nations, so I was kind of representing my government, but in, a, in an international, in the most, I think, international environment or global environment. What I realized there was that I was, I, I didn't want to be a diplomat or a politician, but I want to be the expert being able to give something to say to my representatives of my government. Because we used to go to the, the General Assembly and before the European Union like uh, Assembly, and we had like Germany coming with four experts and the diplomats, like France coming with four experts. And we had Italy, and Italy we were only like the intern and the diplomat. And I wanted my country have something to say on on the different yeah. topics. So then I came back and I decided to like to, to study and to study like the different cultures to be able to de- to be this expert providing something to the politician to say. And then I, I think also like the personal life and, and the professional life really brought me on this on this path because I met a guy at the time and he was from Russia, from Siberia, but he was a second generation living in Italy. Mm-hmm. And when we start dating, uh, like really we have like two different cultures, but at the same time, really big identity issues because I was Italian, but I'm, I was not traditional. I, I'm not a traditional Italian if we think there is a traditional way of being. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> at the same time. <laughs> Yes, another like box. 
Yeah. And at the same time, he wanted to be like a Russian second generation in Italy with all the like identity of being, trying to put together these two different cultures. And it was at the, at the relationship level and all the, uh, at the different levels. And so I started working with the second generations on the identity with the young people, probably at the beginning what to understand better him and our relationship. But then it was because I was, I saw at that time Italy already changing with all these new like young people of, of my age, of younger, and with all their different cultures, the language they, they, they were speaking. And at the same time, be so Italian or so proud of also being Italian or mixing in a, in a different ways and producing something really new about being Italian. And then I, I, I met also my, my actual partner and he was in the army and he went in a mission before in Afghanistan and then in Lebanon and Kosovo. So all the, the mission and he really helped me to, to go another like point of view of the, and really like see geopolitics at work on the field was not only again only politics or uh, geopolitics at the international level in New York or in Washington or in Rome, but was really to see on the field and what was going on there. And again, cultures and economics and different dimensions. And at the same time, and this is then is one of my, my, the services that they offer also nowadays, the importance of having a support when you are alone or even not alone, but like deployed in a new country, relocating in a new country, yeah. the support that the people, your family, your friends can give you or that you can miss. And in each of the missions he did, they have at least one suicide. And he, in all the cases, the suicide were related to family issues. And so for me, it was also really important to, now I'm on the other side. So now I'm the, the, the expert. I'm the yeah. one like alone in a, in a different country. But also realize how it is important, like for the people around the, the person who is like relocated to yeah. understand what is going on. It is not only can be like the most close country, but can can be like different cultural shock or um, like think you have to um, like assess and adapt to the new country and can you can really be not like in balance with yourself and all the world around you. So everything then got me to Malta. And in Malta, I think I found after I'm almost two years and I'm here and I found a really dynamic place. Mm-hmm. I'm really curious, like the, the people are really curious. They, are, uh, they wanted to, to try. They are not afraid to try something new. And so I thought this is a, the, the right place. It's, a, it's really small. Malta is uh, like a, a medium-sized uh, Italian city, but at the same time, it's so international and so dynamic. Yeah. And so here I started like global mindset development in Malta with the idea of like try to help people, organizations, companies to develop a global mindset. Can, it, I really think that can be for everyone everywhere, not only in, uh, in Malta. Global mindset is, in my belief, uh, such an essential place to, to, to be if we would give each other more space to and, and be more curious, you know, open, like you're saying, open for understanding each other and, and give us space to, to be. Yeah, I think it could really lead to a, a whole lot of a kinder world. Now, I, I know that there are so many 
I don't know, I, I, I don't want to call it blocks, but you can feel in, the, in today's environment and the world that we're living in that there, there's deep understanding of the need to do what you're doing and that we start to look at ourselves as a global citizen, not as, you know, here I am, I am Icelandic, you're Italian, you're in Malta, you know, you're in relationship with blah, 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 you know, oh, and we, and we put that into all these different boxes, whether it is leaving that and looking at it from above and say, hey, <laughs> we're all human beings. Yes. And yes, I do have my background, and uh, that doesn't necessarily have to be the right background or the or the right culture, because no culture is basically a right culture. It's just a culture. Yeah. <laughs> yes. that, that's totally. It's just a box. Yes, and also I think the world we live, like we have a lot of fears, and yeah. and at the same time, sometimes the fears produce like fears and maybe ignorance produce arrogance. So we put ourselves in a box and the box is with arrogance, but because we are so afraid of like open our box and see what is out there because what is out there can maybe take something out of what I am. And, but this is prevent us to gain so much because I really think, and and sometimes it's it's just an excuse because also the economic crisis, of course, My country, your country, we were affected by the economic crisis. But at the same time, it's also an excuse to say, no, you know, the resources are scarce. I don't want to have someone else uh, having my my same resources. And now we are still keeping this, uh, like, narrative of the economic crisis. At the same time, like, terrorism, of course, is something big. Like, having uh, all all the attacks in Europe or everywhere in the world is something we, we are scary but at the same time, it's not probably put ourselves in a box and try to build a fortress around ourselves that keep us more secure, but is actually try to build a, a better world for everyone here. Yeah. yeah, and like we're saying always with the box methodology, we are always going to be in a box. The question is, is the box nurturing you? Is it allowing you to grow? Is it accepting you? Is it, is it, are you accepting yourself? And you, like you're saying which I think is such a crucial point that so many of the fear has to do of, of opening up has to do with, Oh, I'm then losing something. Mm-hmm. And that's the mindset then that takes sense is that, Oh, I'm, I'm definitely going to lose something if I do that, but you don't really know what you're losing. You, the only thing that you might be losing is something that yes, was, and yes, might have gotten given you safety feeling at some point, but that does not mean that it is still giving you safety and that it's still that safety is still needed and that's the wake up moment i think this is so interesting viviana because i see in the work that we've been doing with the normal boxes movement and opening up just opening up that dialogue just having that conversation in a non-judgmental way you absolutely see how you how you create those deep connections with another person that you you just met maybe a half an hour ago, which you would not have had. So I think what you're doing is so crucial to this world. Now, I know that you have big visions for what your work and the, the ripple effect of what you're doing can do to this world. Can you share with us what is the 
the real change that you want to see as the outcome of what you're doing? I, I really, I think what I really want to see is people with less fears and just more like curious to meet other human beings. Because as you were saying, when people is really able to connect with other people, there's no right or wrong. It's, it's just something that really like enrich yourself as a human being, even if you're not, if you don't agree. So the point for me is also that the boxes are also sometimes our like politically correctness boxes that like prevent us to say something that can be unpolite, we think. But at the same time, if it is something that is true or we perceive as true is is good for us to say so this was i like also in your like in, in the way you want to put together the breakfast club is really yeah. try to unpack all the boxes but also the politically correct boxes that sometimes prevent us to really meet the other human being because we went we, we still sometimes we still want to see uh, like the good savage like uh, yeah. Is, oh yeah is again our our idea of the other person is not yeah yeah, so true, so true, and and that's what that's what we've seen in those breakfast club, the breakthrough events. It's really what you're just saying: people seeing that, or maybe really understanding as well that it, their political correctness is just a safety net mm. for them. Yes, and it's invisible. So how safe is that? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. I don't know. It's really fascinating when you go deep into this, the whole thing. As the result of that and the work that you're doing in Malta, I know you're starting with Malta and I know Malta is a melting pot when it comes to culture. I mean, Malta is my favorite rock (laughs) on this globe. And so I totally get where you're, where you're from when you talk about that melting pot and that they are open and and the expats that are there and, and, and local as well to see what unites you and be curious. Can you share with us, how do you see this and envision this process to evolve outside of Malta? For me, like, like I, I have a lot of connection, like starting with like Portugal and, and Brazil. And I was part of the foundation that was called Garage Erasmus Foundation that was part of a bigger network that was the Erasmus Plus Student and Alumni Alliance. And with, through this alliance, I have like, friends, colleagues, and index colleagues all around the world. And my idea is really to try to partner with a lot of organizations and companies and trainers all around the world, because I really think that like it's it just the beginning, but also that I'm not like the one that can do everything, but I really strongly believe in the power of the partnership and the network. And this is, was actually like my dream since I started to think about of starting something myself. It was, I want to start something to have all my friends working with me and my friends, in, in a way, were my idea of having like friends, colleagues, people with, I did research on Islam or, uh, or religions or gender, everyone together tried to like do something. And it's actually what I'm trying to do, like starting from Malta, but I have, of course, my contact in Italy, in Brazil. Now I'm working in the Balkans, in Albania and Kosovo, also for the World Bank. But I'm always trying to, like, promote this this idea. Like, for me, every every meeting is, like, I'm in this phase when I'm saying yes to everything, every meeting, because I I think that from each meeting, there's something that can, we we can create together. 
yeah, I think I have no limit in this space. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. To our listeners, we will put into our show notes all the links so that you can reach out to Viviana and connect with her and get more information. But on the social media platform, Viviana, where where can people reach out to you? What's the best platform in your mind? I'm using like all the platforms. So you can find me on LinkedIn, on Facebook, but also on Instagram and Twitter. And then there is my website that is GMD Malta. And also you can contact me from my website. I'm updating and I'm putting like all, all there is also the list of partners, the list of like organization I'm members. So again, it's, it's not only my thing. No, I know. In the change makers are of course one exactly. of your partners. Of course, <laughs> of course. We stand already there. <laughs> yes, exactly. Viviana, thank you so much for being our guest. We do need to continue this conversation and to our audience, please go and visit Vivian's website and make this day a day where you think about, so how does my life look like? What would be changed and what would be different for me if I would enable global mindset in my mind? Thank you so much, Viviana. Thank you very much. Was this podcast of value for you? I sure hope so. If so, feel free to share the love and give us your generous review on iTunes or Stitcher. And remember that you can always go to runamagnus.com to find out more about the changemakers and how we can help you drive the change you want to see in your world.